Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk He's late. Recorded live. So we're recording now. <laughs> 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 There's a little hey, anger um, issues here. Dalek Dalek is an anger issue. Exactly. <laughs> 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 He's an issue. He's an issue. All right. Hey people out there. I'm Geek Full Brother I'm here with my nerdy venom. Still got a little scratchiness in my voice, but we're gonna get through tonight. We're here to put some funk in the Far Frontier, a little Afro scene in the geek scene, and we're here to give you some reviews, some news, some nerdy news, and all kinds of geek content that I'm sure that you'll love. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find us every Tuesday. We're, we're live, and uh, you can find us on TalkShoe for a live show 9 p.m., and uh, let me introduce these nerdy venoms before they get too restless. We have on the call JD, aka Twitterella. Hi, everyone. This is just as happy Hi. as ever. <laughs> Bubbly. We got uh, we got Toby Wan Kenobi. I'm clear. <laughs> Uh, now, <laughs> yeah, we got we got the private. Okay, Google, tell us how we keep how you keep your wife from murdering someone else. <laughs> oh, leave the house. <laughs> so she doesn't understand either, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just get out. Uh-oh. The funny part is, I said it so quietly, I didn't think she would hear it, but she heard it. <laughs> uh, yeah, those women hearing ears. Hitchcock only work in Hitchcock <laughs> That's fun. We got uh, we got M Dog on the call. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> And last but not least, we got our our cousin that never moved out once the day they moved in. We got Lord <laughs> Dalek on the call. You know you love me. Uh, we do. That's why we keep you around. That's why we tolerate you. Now, M-Dog, on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> so did we call out the shadows? I did not hear shadows, so I did not call shadow out. But if Shadow is here, we got Shadow Scout on the call. I got a little ditty. It goes a little something like this. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Ow! Ow! Sorry! That did not work out the way that you wanted or expected. I think that's what she expected to do. She was going for you guys' ears. (laughs) 
you know what? It's so funny because it sounded tinny coming out of my little laptop. And I'm like, oh, let me just put this all the way to the mic, right? Physics. And then, <laughs> yeah, about you know, those physics. I plug external speakers into my laptop. That's why it sounds okay. <laughs> Except for Henry, but Henry doesn't count because everybody sounds awful to him. Oh, that's <laughs> Don't hold back, Dalek. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. He's, he's just mad because I'm late. <laughs> We're I was only almost on, three weeks into the new year. <laughs> I was almost. Dallas is mad because I'm late. That's okay. Um, anybody else at home? We got blur words yet? Not no. yet. Not yet. Bison, Bi- Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll wait. Bison just showed up in the chat, which means he'll be calling in within the next five to ten. Thank you. That's good. All right. We keep moving on. Uh, if you want to help out the show, people, you can uh, uh, hit the website, geeksoulbrother.com, and there's a donate button on there. You can also go to patreon.com slash geeksoulbrother, and you can um, uh, donate to the show that way, donate to the Geek Soul Brother cause, everything that I do, you know, the YouTube, army. the... This, huh? What? The The army. The army, the the Geek Soul Brother army. I never came up with a good, you know. What this year, I think I have to came come up with the 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 a uh, good name for the Geek Soul Brother followers. I gotta come up with something. I, 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 nothing ever quite fit to me, like the GSB Nation or something like that. I don't know. I gotta think about it. But and so yeah. already taken by Taylor Hicks from American Idol. Oh, what? God. Really? Oh, shut R- really, Shadow? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> really, Shadow? What's American oh, Idol? What? 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 You know, what? Soul Patrol. What? Oh, soul Patrol. Soul Patrol. We apologize. Uh, we apologize to the <laughs> audience for this nonsensical statement from Shadow. For thinking about we, calling we them soul you. It was a good statement. <laughs> it was. We'll <laughs> It was Soul Patrol. Insane. Anyway, anyway, we do have some reviews. Shadow, what what did you see? Because I'm guessing you're the only one that could have possibly seen the commuter. Did you see okay, commuter? So, <laughs> yes, and yes, and I saw the commuter. I saw um, the movie that people were like, nobody's marketing this movie. Um, right. About Mary. And I also went to a sneak preview of Black Lightning, which is on oh. right now. Well, that yes. doesn't count. That's TV. How does that not count? <laughs> well, it's, uh, what movies did you see? You watched an episode of a television show. It's still a review. It's still a review. Like you review didn't review it. Like you didn't review a television show last week. What are you talking Hello. about? Well, yeah, but I didn't say, I'll say, what movies did you see? I'll give you a television show. I, I read with Jack Ann. I read with Jack Ann. So you don't listen, do you? So are you going to tell us about taking on a train or what? But but you have mentioned a ta- you have mentioned a comic book in the midst of a television talk though, Dalek. If I remember, or was that M Dog? I don't remember. You two <laughs> interchanged so many times. I've never mentioned like, a comic book. I don't do comic books. Remember? <laughs> anyway, let's move on. 
Uh, people out there, we really appreciate you for listening, for tuning in. Uh, you can definitely check out our archives. If you go to iTunes, just type in Geek's Old Brother, you see all of our archives. You you also see some uh, uh, After Dark, uh, uh, our other podcast that we used to do a long time ago. You'll see a few episodes there. That's, yeah. uh, that's definitely for adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let the kiddies that's hear that, that one, kid. <laughs> Don't let the eight, 18 or older. Actually, this one's 18 or older, too. Uh, so, you know, because of the language and stuff. So. Yeah, we, we're we just a bunch of pouty mouths. Except for Geek's old brother. He's the only one who's not a pouty, pouty mouth. Yeah, I'm a... Mouth yeah, I don't know what uh, <laughs> That's a completely hey. different thing. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate you, and as always, before we get into news, uh, before we get into uh, reviews and trailers and box office shows and all that, we start off the show with the nerdy news. Always feel like I'm time traveling. I know, right? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Take it away, Private. All right, uh, we begin tonight with John Ridley telling the story of DC superheroes of color. Uh, It was announced late last week that the Academy Award-winning screenwriter is currently working on a project called The Other History of the DC Universe. In the miniseries, Ridley will, quote, analyze iconic DC moments and chart sociopolitical gains through the perspectives of heroes such as Vixen, Katana, Jon Stewart, Renee Montoya, and more. The news, the new comic series, I guess, should be should be released sometime this winter. Okay. I mean, it doesn't sound like a bad idea. <laughs> I'm interested in see where it goes. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious. So, uh, we now know what led Lucasfilms to scrap the entire expanded Star Wars universe when Disney bought them. <laughs> Disney? Of uh, course. Yeah, the uh, keeper of the Star Wars lore for Lucasfilms, Leland Chi, told Sci-Fi's Fandom Files podcast that it came down to when Chewbacca was killed off in the 1999 mo- novel Vector Prime. Oh, no. A.K.A. the book that made. So many people abandon the EU like, oh my goodness, died by a moon. (laughs) Yeah, because apparently he he died for nothing in the long run. Uh, He elaborated on the decision, stating that because the writers at the time couldn't write dialogue for the Wookiee and that the book publishers wanted to kill someone off, they chose Chewie. Huh. Yeah, I mean, wow. even if you chose him, they could have chose a way better death than that. Yeah. One. What, dropping but a I, moon on him? Dropping oh. a moon on him. Even reading <laughs> it, it was like, where, he really felt that moon? Like, oh my God, that was just terrible writing. All right, you want to hear my story about this? Uh, when I when I was in high like high school, uh, in like the turn of the the previous like the two thousand early two thousands. Uh, one of my pals and I were really into Star Wars, and we really loved the book. But we knew for a fact that New Jedi Order, there was no point to read those. Everything after Vision of the Future, it was all garbage. 
you could just walk away. Walk away. Walk away. Anyway, of course, capitalizing on toys and other memorabilia didn't have a bearing at all in this decision. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, moving on. Uh, apparently, the White House does not approve of a Batman figure being ordered from an Amazon Echo. By accident? Was, well, here we go. The White House press secretary, a and woman who constantly looks like a deer in the headlights, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, took to her official press secretary Twitter account to state that Alexa ordered an $80 Batman Plague Arts Kai figure. Apparently, Huckabee's two-year-old son kept yelling Batman over and over again near the Amazon Echo in the office, which then, which then the device ordered the figure. Now, one must wonder one thing. Why in the seven hells is there an Amazon Echo in the White House? <laughs> oh, it's easier to give out secrets. Hey, <laughs> national security <laughs> secrets. Straight to I, Google. Wait, I thought Trump was like really against Jeff Bezos. Why is he giving him money? <laughs> <laughs> Why, people? Why? <laughs> uh, Warwick Davis has put Twitter on blast for not acting on an offensive tweet he reported. The Star Wars and Harry Potter actor reported twice a tweet from a troll that kept calling him and his family a bunch of midgets. Uh, when the offending post was not dealt with, he put the social media on blast, the media service on blast. Uh, no word yet if Twitter has dealt with the offending tweet still. Who's dropping their their phone in the Yeah, is it okay? I just had my headphones out for a second. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That, that explains it. Uh, the pre-sale of tickets for Black Panther are going so well that even Lupita Nyong'o can't a- even get any. Uh, the actress yeah. took to social media last week to express her enthusiasm, and not to mention frustration, that tickets were selling out all over the place. Got mine. Yeah, I still need to order mine. Yeah, got mine. Oh, me, me and Marcus are coming with you, Toby, Thursday night. All right. I'll be there. And then we're going your Saturday dish- night. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you have any ready? Yeah. Dish- yeah, we got that at our... Yeah, we got our... Uh, we got ours. But I'm going to get some more. <laughs> uh, Conan is back at Marvel Barbarians. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Last week it was announced that the House of Ideas will have the rights to our favorite Sumerian next year. Now, there is a certain caveat that could be troubling. In promo art that that came with the announcement, the character was seen posed over dead bodies along with Thor, Odin's son, and Old Man Logan. Oh, God. Which means means crossover. (laughs) They're bringing Conan into the Marvel Universe. Oh, God. It's when that time... He's going to fight Hercules. It's when that time when Thanos drank Atlantis at the rise of the Scotians of the galaxy. There was an age I dreamed of. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, 
some other news. Gore Rabinsky has left the director's chair for the Gambit film, so that means three directors have now been selected and left. Can we start a petition uh, down with Gambit, up with Storm? Like, like. I, I, I don't know. Jamie might not like that because she likes Gambit. She'll believe me. She'll like like Storm more. Believe me. Yeah. Yeah. Only if she recasts Storm. Who likes Gambit? Jamie. Uh, Black Girl Nerds. Jamie Jamie likes Gambit. I'm not sure if she likes the the film coming up, maybe. She does (laughs) like Gambit. What was that? Uh, Blowjob Cop? Yeah. God. Anyway, Michael DeLuca has been tapped to be the producer for the Suicide Squad sequel, and it still will most likely suck when it does come out eventually. Uh, The Flashplay film has now has the writers of Spider-Man Homecoming as its new directors. Yeah. So that's director three and four people. (laughs) You can count. Stars has greenlit the John Wick spinoff series, The Continental. I don't have stars anymore. Uh, I was really expecting JD to cheer over this. It's getting late. And time has come to pay a visit. She said because I don't have stars anymore. That's you who said that. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, J.J. Abrams is shopping around a new sci-fi TV series. Uh, Neil Gaiman is officially taking over as showrunner for American Gods Season 2. Because Brian Fuller can't just can't hold a job for more than two seconds. Well, speaking of American Gods and Brian Fuller, the former showrunner of American Gods, which is Brian Fuller, is apparently now working on the Anne Rice Vampire Chronicles TV series. I give him two weeks. <laughs> Before he gets bored and leaves. I, I, I'm really starting to think he has ADD. <laughs> Most of Hollywood does. That's what keeps it moving. Uh, TNT's Snowpiercer series has been picked up by the by the uh, cable channel. Uh, Gareth Edwards' first film, Monsters, is being turned into a TV series. Uh, Marissa Tomei will have a season two guest starring role on the on Handmaid's Tale. Cosmos has finally been renewed for a second season. Oh, first how... season, actually. Well, okay, the one with Neil deGrasse Tyson, produced by Seth MacFarlane. Yes, Family Guy, Seth MacFarlane. I don't know how long this is going to last. And I mean, it's basically... been ordered, so it's going to air. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not surprising. The Walking Dead has been renewed for a season nine, but with a new showrunner. Oh, thank God! Finally. And the Shannara Chronicles series has been canceled after two seasons. Mm. I thought it was already canceled. Nope. Mm. They just announced it. And finally, (laughs) there's a finally. Yeah, and finally, you can now have a cultural exchange with Klingons. In Sweden. Oh, God. Let's go to Sweden. You can do a lot in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting in February, the Institute of Klingon Cultural Exchange will be having a two-month event celebrating the children of Kales's culture and language. 
uh, throughout February and March, live performances, cultural etiquette and language classes, and overall and overall fans fan activities will allow people to celebrate the warrior race and celebrate Star Trek as a whole. Uh, the event will be held in Stockholm, and tickets are still available. I'm, I'm afraid this is gonna like somebody's gonna rush and say, "Remember the Shenzhou and start punching the fa- punching the Klingons in the face. <laughs> uh, after a couple, anything's possible. What's the Shenzhou? We haven't got that since. Ah! <laughs> God. Anyway, for more news and commentary on on everything, check us out on Twitter at 5NerdyVenoms, that's F-I-V-E NerdyVenoms, or our Facebook page Facebook, ah, Facebook.com slash 5NerdyVenoms, again, F-I-V-E NerdyVenoms, and that's your news for this Tuesday evening. Michael Burnham did nothing wrong! What's Michael Burnham? Oh! Gets, gets his, gets punched in the trachea. Oh, you didn't mention anything about the cranberries. Cranberries are good. Oh, oh sorry. Glad you liked them. That's just a cranberry. It's just a cranberry. lady died. Moving on. So, before we get into reviews, I just want to ask about one trailer. Did you guys see? Like we all talked about, act. Uh, we all talked about Proud Mary, and they were talking about on Twitter about Proud Mary and. And Shadow, you were right, and that got a lot of retweets. You, you know, where's the uh, where's the marketing for Proud Mary? Because there really wasn't any. Nope. There really wasn't too much. I don't, um, I don't know why they kind of shoved it out there because they were kind of embarrassed of it. Well, yeah, that could that be. That could time be. Time a studio has put out a turkey. I mean, you feel I, I still knew about monster trucks. Okay. Yeah. Well, Paramount hated putting that yeah. one out too. Yeah. <laughs> they no, sort of had to. They had to like, at that point. Like they were stuck with it. Yeah, but it's true. But it's true. We uh, we get a lot of films, a lot of crappy films that are marketed, and you know, I, I guess it's a strategy. You know, it's one strategy or another. Hollywood does not believe in uh, the uh, success of black films. Too much, you know. You can, you can, you can kind of believe the success of a film. You know, as far as an average film, sometimes they're successful, sometimes they're not. But we we feel that Hollywood is uh, uh, doesn't have a lot of faith in um, a lot of different successful films. But that being said, I mean, obviously. They're marketing the heck out of Black Panther, so they know what they have there. They're starting to market, um, uh, what is it? Not that it's a black film, but it's got uh, whatchamacallit the lead, um, uh, Pacific Rim. And they're definitely marketing um, Wrinkling Time. There, I haven't seen anything for this film that I saw a trailer when I was looking when I was posting a trailer for Proud Mary. I happened to notice on the side of YouTube on the sidebar was a trailer for Acrimony, and it looked like Taraji P Henson was in the thumbnail. So I clicked on it, and it's this thriller that Taraji P Henson's in. It's called Acrimony. And it's coming out in March. I haven't heard anything about that. First, and it actually looks pretty good. 
And it actually looks I, pretty good. Uh, from the trailer. Hey, it looks what good. about you? What about you, Bison? Did you see anything about it? Yeah, of course I have. <laughs> yeah, well, Bi- you, well, Bison, you Bison pays attention. No, no, he did, because Bison not pays attention to the stuff I put up. And he probably oh, found it before I mean, me. I mean, you know the conversation we had, so I mean, I don't want to make that public. But, I mean, yeah. I, tend, I tend to, anything that has African-American leads or storyline, I I tend to make it a priority to see it or, you know, or at least view it in some form of fact. I knew about that. Plus, I think mm-hmm. this is a Tyler Perry movie as well. It it is. He was in the uh, he was in the credits in the trailer. Mm. Well, you know the answer. But, that, I mean, the simple is the simple answer is um, African American films are ghettoized. They're kind of shoved into one into a corner. If it makes money, fine. But studios don't go out of their way to um, market those. Um, Black Panther is not it's not being pushed as a quote unquote black film. It's being pushed as a Marvel MCU film. Yeah. Um, exactly. Which was put as a YT film, and I'm not going to get into yeah. semantics with the young um, protagonists or what have you. But um, like Girls Trip was just put out there, and African American audience put that movie over the top. And that's right. how you that's get how out. You those. And same thing with Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I that's, think Watch McCall was pushed a little bit more. Um, uh, uh, Hidden Figures, I think, was pushed a little bit more in the theaters. I don't know about the TV, but the theaters, they definitely um, had the trailer going for that. And a lot of people didn't know. Same with Fences, but, I mean, that was more, you know, Denzel Washington has a fan base that's multiracial, multi-intersectional. Right. Um, um, so, but anything right. without him in the lead, even his last film, tanked. So, I mean, he, he's not a guarantee. I mean, it just depends right. on the film, but um, you know, this goes back to the black exploitation era. I mean, you know, you know how that how that went when we was coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but which we're getting, said, which we're going to see again, which we're going to be seeing again now that they had casted uh, people for uh, the uh, Superfly remake, and uh, they're still going ahead with Shaft. <laughs> and don't forget Show Dogs. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not going to yeah. be a really, problem. man. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be sort of like a a death wish with a better soundtrack. I mean, you, you know, that's not that's not going to capture the black exploitation era at all. Uh, that's just going to be they they that, that's just they jump on the nostalgia train. I mean, yeah, and they they have like a make feel soundtrack, and it's going to have nothing to do with the film. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's a. Uh, and you gotta be very careful because if you don't take, I mean, black exploitation itself was, you you, you know, uh uh, kind of like a balancing act, and they didn't even care, you know. They didn't even care what they uh what they exploited, but still was a balancing act between you know, action and some originality or trying to be original and, and giving black audiences a, a action genre but that the they can connect that, to. I mean, so much is kind of labeled under that. I mean, some people would say founder right. was black exploitation or soul vengeance. I'm not going to tell you about soul vengeance. I'll let you just Google that. 
Now that's mm. like beyond absurd if you you know that's right. Um, you know, it was like black whatever. Whatever was hot at the time, they stuck the word black in front of it and made a movie. Mm-hmm. There was a black shampoo, you know, black mm-hmm. Frankenstein, black that sort of thing. But there were a lot of good films that came out of that era too, and they all just sort of got lumped together. So you yeah. know, you sort of like all of it wasn't grindhouse. You know? Right. I mean, there was um, right. you know, they, but. You know, people have selective memories and, you know, 40 years is a long time and, you know, you can kind of create whatever narrative you want. I mean, most of them, I grew up in Washington, D.C., they were paired with kung fu films. Uh Yeah, yeah. And you see like three or four, you know, that's why Bruce Lee was so popular in the black, still popular in the African-American community. Because, I mean, kung fu films came up with black exploitation. I mean, that's the thing I have paused with. it started out post-1968, and it's another thing, everybody. You know, we're coming to the 50th year of Martin Luther King's assassination, right. which really was a tonal, titanic shift in America and everything. One of the things was most movie theaters in the United States were downtown. After the riots, that's when the suburbs were created. And that's yeah. when the um, and that's when the um, black exploitation era sort of started. So, um it's going to, a lot came out of that, and I'll just stop here because I want to definitely do the Proud Mary review if if, if Shadow Scout doesn't mind. Shadow? Good. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, well, so the Shadow movie just besides myself. Bison? Well, well, well <laughs> me like and Bison. That, that might be it, yeah. I thought, I thought, Toby Warren saw this too. No, I didn't make it. <laughs> no, Toby was working. Toby was working. No, he was I wasn't tired. working, but I was with oh, my man. He All was. Right. Uh, no, we got tied up. We got tied up with the Black Combo Festival that was in the Schomburg. Oh, oh yeah, that uh, worked too. Because I'd love to hear how that went. Yeah, so. yeah. we will. We'll, we'll definitely, we'll definitely on that. It was nice. It was nice. But, um, yeah, if you guys get a chance, uh, check out Acrimony. I think it's a very well-done trailer as far as trailers go. I don't know about the movie. I feel like the trailer is very well done. I love the the use of water and the dripping of water. Sounds like time. sounds like a ticking bomb. And Taraji P. Henson's just, you know, kind of explaining the way, you know, her situation with her husband and the end, what she says at the end makes me want to see the movie. And I'm intrigued just as much as I was with uh, Proud Mary, probably more, because it's a, yeah, it's a good trailer. Anyway, the floor is yours, Shadow, Bison, and uh, we'd love to hear about how Proud Mary was, which I still, doesn't matter, I'm still going to see a movie this week. <laughs> okay. I'm happy to to jump in. I will say after seeing Proud Mary, I'm I'm wondering if Hollywood has a problem editing um, you know, female action movies because what was that? Okay, bad editing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of bad editing, <laughs> Anyway, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, Hollywood has a problem with editing trailers 
for female action films. I mean, I had the same issue with Charlize Theron's um, film that she did that was quite good. The trailer told me nothing. It was nothing like the movie. And the movie ended up being better than what I could get from the trailer. And this was the same with Proud Mary. Um, You you know, they really tried to play up the black exploitation part of it. But there was actually some other things going on with the film. Um, One of the things that Taraji P. Henson did a really good job with was the relationship and chemistry she had with her younger co-star. I don't want to give too much away, but she develops a bond with this young kid off the street. And so she sees a lot of herself in this kid. And so um, there's some great back and forth with it. It reminded me a lot of, um, did anyone ever see Jarmusch's uh, Ghost Dog? Yeah. Yeah, this was a lot like Ghost Dog, people. So Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why was it just me and Toby that said, yeah? Who didn't see Ghost Dog? Uh, uh, I wasn't even surprised at that. I'm surprised. All you see it. It's Jim Jarvis. Yeah, at least Alec. Oh, man. Y'all need to go to school. Y'all have to go to school. Did we lose Talk Shoe? They usually say something. Oh, okay. Oh, you guys just are embarrassed. You're just embarrassed. Pretty much. That's like not seeing Pootie Tang. <laughs> I de- uh, no, I definitely did not see Forty Thing either. What? Oh my God! This gonna be a what is? Yeah. Did somebody oh say my, my name? Fiftieth, anniversary of Martin Luther King, and you guys are disrespected by not diving into the black culture that is Ghost Dog and Pootie Tang. That's okay, true. I can understand. I can understand your disappointment with Ghost Dog, but not with Pootie Tang. I, I no, I, no, Pootie Tang. No, you must see Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang is, is awesome. Pudi I'll see Pootie Tang. You see Ganja and Hess. I'll just say that. Oh, that's a really. I saw Ganja. I saw Hess, and I saw uh-huh. Spike Lee's uh-huh. Spike Lee's uncredited remake of Ganja and Hess. <laughs> okay, question, question. Does uh, does watching Undercover Brother count as a replacement for Pootie Tang or no? No, absolutely wow. not. Okay. Wow, private. Can I can I watch <laughs> Booty Call replaced. instead? <laughs> no. Anyway, move on. Move on. I'm sorry, Chad. I'm sorry. I was, I was just I was just so I was just so taken hey, back by the silence. I was taken back by silence. I'm sorry. I, so, hey, I, I saw I am not your Negro for you. I already took my medicine. You, you should have seen it for your. It should, you did. should have seen it for yourself. You should have seen it for yourself, Dalek. Don't be dabbing into black culture because <laughs> because of me. Yeah. Dive yeah. dive into it because of your own interests, and I also oh, speak to, to my brothers and sisters out there and geek them. Dive into somebody's culture because of your own interest, not because you feel like you got to pay dues to somebody. Oh, you walked it. You so walked into that one, Dalek. <laughs> that was more like running. <laughs> I'll put a sock in it, white boy. <laughs> anyway, all right. We totally derailed. Go ahead, uh, Shadow. I'm sorry. 
Well, derailed is for the commuter, but we'll get into that later. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, I got to do it. Um, that was slick. So, yeah. That was slick. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it, this was actually a better movie than the trailer would have had you to believe. And the other thing about this movie, too, is um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Wonder Woman. Y'all remember in the film where she's like, I'm leading with love. And how a lot of people caught that as like, wow, that's really radical. Um, no, a lot of people caught that as that was some corny mess she just said. <laughs> oh, you know what? I wasn't on the show for the Wonder Woman review, but I remember uh, Twitterella was like, oh, my God, they slaughtered that movie. So I think y'all were... <laughs> No, we love the movie. We love the movie. That one moment kind of, you know, took it to didn't take it to the next level. Put it that way. That that line did not take it to the next. Hey Shadow, can I jump in real quick? I think another thing that a lot of people, um, whoever listened to the archives, the you can almost count the number of films with black female leads in action almost on two hands. On Um, on, uh, maybe even one hand, right? It's, yeah, it's low. yeah. And, it, and it was a 40-year gap between it. And we can talk to Pam Greer Films and mm-hmm. Cleopatra Jones <sighs> and um, Get Christy Love. And Get Christy Love, right. And these came out in, in the 70s. There's never – she's the first Taraji P. Henson leading uh, action film with an African-American or a black woman star has not happened since the 1970s. Yeah, because you can't even you can't even count um, uh, Tarantino's uh, uh, Jackie Brown because although she was a lead, it it, it was still watered down with um, with uh, Samuel Jackson and and uh, who was it? De Niro. Who else was in there? Samuel Jackson and yeah, De Niro. De Niro. De Niro. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. So the story was kind of watered down from, you, you know, it wasn't all her. It wasn't all Pangrid's spotlight. So, yeah, can we, you're right, by Can we throw of, um, Aliens vs. Predator in there? I mean, still watered down movie, but. Yeah, so not like them. Yeah, in the end. And it's still one, so we're still on one hand. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's still, yeah, yeah. Cleopatra Jones, Christy, get Christy love. Pam Greer stuff, and uh, just a couple things now. I, you know what? No, let's back it up. What you call? I mean, you know, issues of black identity and stuff. But uh, 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 Zoe Saldana's Columbiana was probably the closest oh, sure. thing. You can put yeah, that in the diaspora. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we talk about that one later, but uh, I'll... <laughs> I, did, I, didn't say, look, I didn't say it was good. I said it was part of the genre. I didn't say it was good. Anyway. Uh, so, but anyway, so, so, I'm going to defer so to that finish. No, but go ahead, Bison, and, and just drive your point home as to what you were saying. We haven't seen a black female lead action film in, in Yeah, and decade. also, um, you know, Hollywood is famous for its ageism. I mean, um, Taraj B. Henson is 47. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's also um, something that should be commended. Just um, This is her production company. She, yeah. she, you know, she did the heavy lifting on this. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'll wait till Shadow kind of gives her review, and I'll jump in with mine. But um, she, I think the, her previous <laughs> work was um, 
good no good deed with Idris Elba, you know, that had mixed results. Um, well, the best. Um, but we knew Hollywood is the um, land of um, deals. So this was her production company. She wants to kind of um, separate from her TV persona, which is hard. I mean, if you notice now, because of the contracts, you rarely see television stars even doing movies. You know, for one yeah. I guess the way the seasons are chopped up, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you look at Sheldon off of – I mean, some of the biggest TV stars are literally almost um, – Bit players in movies, so I think she wants to keep both feet. In, I mean, the feet in both mediums, and uh, she has to be commended for that. Um, and I'll just defer and let Shadow continue. Yeah, no, I, I'm just gonna give my rating. I mean, I really enjoyed the film. It was not at all like the trailer, which was pretty much a non-trailer. Um, so for that, I came in with no expectations, honestly, and I left surprised. I mean, I really loved how Taraji carried this film. So I'm giving it a three and a half, three and a half rows. Really enjoyed not it. Bad. Not bad, not bad. Bison, you have anything to add as far as review? How are we on time? I mean, if we move into the next thing, I'll just give my rap rows. And- nah, we're we're fine. Um, We're fine time. I'm a little, I'm a, I'm gonna be a little more harsh than um, Shadow Spell because um, she's a child of God, and you know, so she, <laughs> <laughs> she sees positivity so more No, I don't mean that. I don't mean that as a slur. I mean she, she, she sees the positive in everything. Um, right. This film was, this film was far from perfect. Um, right. I'm going to take my rose-colored glasses off because you know. We went to the same college. I know mm-hmm. her, and you mm-hmm. know I've showed proof of that to um, Geek on the phone. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> this film did not do her any favors. Um, mm. It could have been better, and like um, Shadow Spouse said, the editing was um, it was it could have been a lot better. I wish she had a larger budget. I wish the film had a larger budget. Yeah, John, John Wicked was not. Um, nope. Yeah. Um, and there, there were some scenes which were, I mean, they were almost borderline laughable. I didn't see there was, you know, Taraji was her usual self. I mean, she's a, a very good actress. Some people can't stand. I think she's, you know, only has one emotion. I disagree with that. Um, mm. uh, was you know, it the, adult? What was was it mature content? You said there were a couple scenes were laughable, but was it did it take it seriously? No, no, it took itself seriously, but it literally um a couple of positives. It wasn't in Atlanta, it wasn't LA, and it wasn't New York. Uh-huh. Okay. It was in Boston. It was in Boston or Lowell, Massachusetts from what I've read. Um, I think um um Shadow probably knows more about that area. Um, yeah, I like how it was. It was non-stereotypical. I mean, you know, you're talking crime. I mean, it's stories we've all seen before: crime families, somebody's knocked off. Okay, somebody has to do retribution. Um, and, but she was, you know, part of the um, family leadership structure that they, you know, I mean, she, you know, like like Shadow Scared said, the, the, the trailers didn't really flesh out what her. Um, role was in the film. 
So, um, right. But I'll just I'll just skip all the rest. Let's just get to the end. I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it three um, because of the strength of what of her performance, but everything else failed her. If if she can get a second film out of this, which the box office wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, believe it, believe it or not. If she can get a second film, get a bigger budget, and another director, I, I think I think they can squeeze a franchise out of this. Um, but that that seems very unlikely. I wasn't disappointed in her. I was disappointed that um, she deserved better. Right. Right. Yeah, she does deserve. I mean, it should have helped that she was producing it, but um, yeah, yeah. Taraji has got a lot of potential. I mean, how how I didn't hear you mention it. How did it? First, did you see Atomic Blonde? I did not. Did you, Shadow? You did see Atomic yeah. Blonde. I remember you reviewed I did. it. Yeah. You did. How I do you it. How do you compare? Because I don't. Uh, the budget probably wasn't the same. Oh, but no, but not by any stretch. But I think it, there was a lot more of a, a Atomic Blonde had a little more of that sort of serious espionage vibe going for it. And, I mean, also what Atomic Blonde did well that this movie, uh, Proud Mary, did not, is that it mm-hmm. really displayed Charlize's, you know, fighting skills on the screen. We right. barely got a couple of action shots of Taraji doing stuff. And I have a feeling that was a lot because of the editing. And I'm sure she did more than what we saw. So that's a problem. I do want to say something, and I don't want to regurgitate a rumor. So uh, let me just, like, we do spoiler alert. Let me say allegedly, 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 allegedly. Salt. Lots of salt. There was no promotion because there was a rumor that the head of marketing or whatever Uh came on to Taraji, and she was totally turned off, said she's not going to do any press. That's a rumor, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So I just right, put it right. there. Um, it could be some. It could be something to it, but most likely it's just a rumor type thing. Yeah. All right. Well, that would be a shame. That'd be a shame. I mean, we were pushing it online, but as I said, nobody knows about her other movie, Acrimony. It's coming out in March. And I, I was impressed with the trailer. I'm sorry, they they did that trailer nice. It makes me want. I don't care. I don't care. Tyler Perry's name's on there or not. That trailer made me want to see Taraji and what Taraji would do. As, you, you you know, like like her husband puts in this crazy situation. And I just want to see what Taraji doing that. Is, I you know, saw where people were going to Thursday night expecting, you know. Seven, nine, or ten o'clock shows in a movie. They <laughs> yeah. just said, um, "Why are you here?" You know. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, you know what, Bison? That's true. That's rare. When me and Toby go to our Thursday night showings, uh, usually they're there. Usually the new movies there. And they'll show for one. It'll show at seven p.m. and then they'll show at ten p.m. Everybody thinks they're twelve p.m. still showing, but they they've moved them back. 
uh, uh, Proud Mary was not there. It was not there Thursday night. I don't think it was there. I don't think it was in uh, two theaters Thursday night. Wow. I, I was like, okay, that's not usual. But, you know, well, I mean, whatever. in the first week, it's like made, I don't know. So this was like, what, a $15 million movie, and it's already made $11 million in its first week. Right. Right. Yeah, it it should be more than break even. I mean, with the you know, if people like the story, it's a shame that the story is not really hitting back like that because that would have it would have been another sleeper hit that Hollywood wasn't paying attention to. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What what you give advice? I'll give three. Three. But I want to ask. I want to ask Shadow a question. You know, and, I know, and I know that we talk about black culture on this film, but as, a, uh, as, as an African American woman of black extraction, um, I'm just messing with you. But um, like this film, <laughs> everybody, I, I've met her several times, so I can get away. Um, Needs to be on the It's shirt. so rare black that you see this. I mean, when you went into the theater, what was your expectation? I know. Some people saying well, move this conversation along, but you gotta remember, everybody, this is rare. This yeah, is very, rare. very, very, very rare. Like the Black Panther movie is very, very, very rare. But yeah. I definitely want, from Shadow's um, perspective, as a uh, as a woman of a certain color, what when you went going into this film, seeing it, what were your expectations? And two, um, you know. Should Hollywood do more of this? And and I'll stop being geek soul brother right now. <laughs> You're doing a good job of it, though. You're doing a good job. Yeah, no, I mean, my expectation was this. Black women were going to show up. I went to the Regal in Chinatown. And when I got there, yes, there were mostly black women in the theater. And also older black women, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And of course... Of course, I believe Hollywood needs to have more films like this, give them the talent they deserve and the budget, like set everybody up for success. Um, Because, you know, at the end of the day for them, it's a numbers game. And, you know, unfortunately with this, mm, there are a lot of things going on that did not set itself up for success. Screen Mm Jim, you know who you are, so... And they have a shady record anyway. Do you guys follow Screen Gem stuff? No. It, it, it mostly just look, release horror movies. Yeah, look into it. You'll see. It's just, yeah. If I had right. choices, I would hitch my pony to that one. <laughs> so. Um, question both of you real quick. Question both of you, and then we'll uh, hit commuter and stuff. Um, who do you think would be a better choice than Taraji? Because that's the thing. Thinking of when you think of women action, uh, women action celebrities, women action actors. Um, I mean, I can think of uh, you know maybe maybe uh, Charlize Theron, definitely. Um, uh, what you call them that did the underworld stuff? 
She she's like to me she's number one as female acting. Uh yeah, um, cause I cause you see her over and over again do some amazing things in the films, even though the films might not be your thing. Her fight scenes are beautiful. Um, I don't know as far as black female actor. I, I I would love to see a couple that were literally labeled not 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 stereotype but just labeled uh, as as on their resume as they could do action also. If it, was 15, yeah. if it was fifteen years ago, I would say Ambush Wright, um, but you know she's not doing films anymore. She was in Blade and Dead Press. Yeah, yeah, she was good. She was I would good. say. Now Tiffany Haddish, like she's she's amazing, and I well, think she would have also brought like a different energy to the role. She's a comedy, right? That's what we think because that's all we've seen so far. But again, I think she could have done something with this. Do you think I'm that not she ready could... to just box her into comedy just yet? You think Haddish could do like a uh, uh, under the same genre as kind of like The Rock be doing with his action films and, you know, or action comedy or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's it. I think 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 Leslie Jones maybe, but but that's a hard one. Um, I mean, Shadow is bringing a good point because Eddie Murphy started out comedy and I mean, his films were still comedies, but they were sort of just made so much money. You know, right. they were action films, but um, there's nothing saying that a, a, a you know, they'll make it into a cop film. I think she's doing something with Kevin Hart. It's, no, no, Tracy Morgan. I think the next movie's coming out with Tracy Morgan. Okay. I'm absolutely sure that she could do action. I'm, I'm sure of that. But I think we would see this genre fulfilled if some producer in Hollywood was like, we're going to sell you as an action star, you know, it took a young, it took a young, uh, you know, uh, Tiana Paris or something like that and be like, we're going, we're going to turn you into an action star and, and make a movie around that. So I don't know. I don't know. That might be the thing. All right, let's move on. Um, uh, Shadow, you also saw a commuter. Was that was that wasn't that Liam Neeson? Who was that? Yeah, taken yeah. on the train. It's taken to the train. Taken to the train. <laughs> oh god! The train, the yeah. train takes you somewhere. The train took a lot of trains. The train took <laughs> the train has the train. a certain set of skills. Not just took any the train, train, but Metro North. Metro North train, y'all. Yo, it wasn't even Metro a Metro North, North train. Stop playing. It was real. It's a cold. <laughs> Yeah. It was not a Metro North train. There's no way a Metro North train is that dark and be that grimy looking anymore. Right. It right. used to be it's back really in the 80s and 90s, but not anymore. How you, how you know it's a period piece? How you know it's not a period piece? Yeah, it has to be now. <laughs> Metro North. It's Metro North, y'all. Okay, what does Shadow know about Metro North? <laughs> Shab knows a lot more than you do. That's been proven several times. 
Speaking of moving away, Blurred Words is on the call. I am? That's more like moving in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, Blurred Words? Just got down watching Black Lightning. How was it? Oh. We couldn't watch it because we had obligations. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I almost feel bad. I I almost feel bad. You should. Not no almost. I'm watching right after we get off. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. It was it was interesting, and I don't know. I, I'm 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 excited for it. I'm I'm excited to see where they like it, where they're gonna take the last, it. The last five minutes of the show, I want to hear about it, particularly about the family dynamic, because the writers are very into uh inter interrelational. You, you know, situation among their yeah. characters. It's the CW. That's all they do. Yeah. Superheroes yeah. with, like, uh, oh, shit, I'm forgetting the franchise now. Um, and young, and the, young vampire, the, the vampire flick that yeah. I can't Yeah, it's like Twilight. It's Twilight, superheroes and Twilight mix. Ah, that's fun. That's what the Vampire Diaries and the originals and uh, all right, yeah, all of that. All right, Shadow liked it. Shadow, you saw the commuter. You you saw you saw he he took the train. Um, (laughs) No, it was it was Under Siege three. Yeah, (laughs) Under Siege, Under Siege three. Oh my god. Ain't nobody know about it. But, 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 but Under Siege 2 okay. was already on a train, wasn't it? Yeah, yes, it was. that's it was what he's saying. Under Siege 3. Yeah. <laughs> he okay. returned to the train. So, so how was it? Now, is Lee Neeson, is he hurting or is he... Is, is he, oh, he's still got is it. Is he in trouble? Oh. He's still got it? He's, he's, he's still got it for... So it's, how old is he? I can't remember. 684. Not seventy yet. Sixty-four, sixty-five. Is he a man of a particular set of skills on a train? Absolutely, <laughs> and then some. You know it. He was doing the thing. I mean, it sounds, I, like, it sounds like Shadow's turned on by this. <laughs> no one yeah. was making you see these movies, but now we understand why. And, yeah, uh, no, right. It all makes Shadow's sense. Going, Shadow's okay, going for the older. I have no idea. All know. Is, is there um, a male version of a cougar? No. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's a reverse version <laughs> of a cougar. Yeah. Like shadows chasing. <laughs> it's called a cougar gray hair. Yeah, it's a gray fox. It's a gray fox. A silver fox. Yeah, a silver fox. A gray fox. Shadow chasing a silver fox. That actually looks like a fox. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. Wait, Liam Neeson looks like a fox. Yeah, because Liam Neeson looks very funny. 
He's a funny looking dude. Cinderella, can you put that out into the universe? Everyone all along. You know, remember back the old days when we used. Go ahead. Remember the good old days when we used to treat uh, Liam Neeson seriously as a star, as a drama star, and now he's just like this. You mean after you just got Oh yeah, I forgot he did Lego Movie. Yeah, he did. He did Dark Man, and that was that was it. Yeah, anyway, hey, hey, hey. Was, they, they don't know anything about Hitler. Dark Man. <laughs> guys don't know Dark anyway. Man. Why are you even talking One, about? One, two, and three. <laughs> anyway, no, he only Shadow. did. He only did one. It's only the first one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Two or three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was about to say, yeah. is El Camino like two and three? Is that why you're bringing them up? Totally? Shadow. <laughs> Shadow. I need you to deepen your voice so you can shut us all up. So you can shut us all up. They need to listen. This is something that men need to work on. So they're not we need to listen. That they're going to miss out on things. We need to listen, but I need you I need you to shout us out, too. I need you. I need you to. I need this you to over. This is, this is why I'm not gonna live long because this is just too much. You'll still outlive most men. So, 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 you know. Oh yeah, that's a given. <laughs> you still but outlive anyway, us. I, I am happy to express my views on the commuter. That's what um, she said. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. As a commuter myself, um, and also as a fan of Liam Neeson, whom I hold in high esteem. Yeah, we noticed that. Get to the point. This movie, you didn't see this movie. This movie is really about Liam Neeson trying to uncover bad people who are trying to cover their tracks. With and a specific set of skills. Oh, that's a great pun. What? That was a great pun. You're that was a great pun. That was a terrible pun. That was delivered greatly. Wow, great! Delivered greatly. Way to go uh, there, Henry, with my sarcasm detector. That was a terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm agreeing with you. That was a terrible pun. That was delivered greatly. If the joke is dead, pun. Henry. The joke <laughs> is dead. Know. You know what's going to be dead? You know what's going to be dead? Shadows review. If we don't all shut up. <laughs> exactly. This is why do I even bother sometimes? So, as I was saying, <clears throat> and so we spend almost two hours with Liam Neeson as he tries to figure out what is this crazy plan, this locomotive, if you will. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! That was awesome. Keep them coming. Was Keep so them coming. Awful. That it was, was awesome. Come on, people. That yes, was it was. I yes, will Gene Shallot in this review so hard. Y'all don't even know. Okay. <laughs> so here's what the mo- here's what really keeps the movie on the right track. Okay, break break it up. Jokes over, son. Uh, break it up. <laughs> yeah, somebody really loosened your caboose there, lady. Well, first, <laughs> y- y'all nailed it, even though you haven't seen it. Liam Neeson does what he does best. He really brings the action. He brings the intensity. I loved it. The The fight scenes, okay, close quarters combat. I mean, this movie was basically, you know, a container movie. 
took place on a Metro North train that the private doesn't believe is possible, but I don't know. I kind of went with it. <laughs> and the fights were like in your face. I mean, there were knives. She almost got like hit by the electric third rail. It was almost this North by Northwest sort of thing. I mean, mm-hmm. there was tension. Mm-hmm. So the cinematography, mad props to them. Um, towards the end, there was this amazing train explosion. And it actually kind of got me because, you know, what recently happened in Washington State, I mean, <laughs> with the derailment. I mean, mm. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, people in the audience were holding their breath um, when they saw this final, you know, big high-speed train explosion at the end. And it was amazing. Um, the other thing about this movie that it does really well that I don't think a Murder on the Orient Express did well at all is that it really Uh-oh. showed you... I'm sorry, did anybody see that movie besides me? Uh, I saw it. No, wait a minute. I saw it like three or four times okay. to it. So oh. I kind of saw it. Yeah. My point is exactly. You actually go through kind of the stories of people on the train. There was something so real about these familiar strangers. Anybody here commute often? Because I do. Like, this is like my life. This was yeah. my life. Hey, hey. <laughs> And you know how you see people, you don't know them, and but you still kind of know them? And yes. It's, 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 I thought that was that that, that, That's not stalking? <laughs> it's no. <laughs> you know, not when you're stuck. It's stalking when you are not going in the same place on the same train that's every day. And you're just stop. following that person? That's stalking. <laughs> oh, okay. that, that is pretty was, much uh, I, I got my signal school. Okay. Oh, man. But anyway, this movie, I mean... The, there were no surprises. The only thing that was just surprising to see is just Liam Neeson. He's still holding it down. You know, 60 he plus. Got it. He's yeah. still got like, it. Feet plus? Mm. So who does he have to rescue with his specialized set of skills this time? Daughter, dog, cat? Informant. <laughs> Informant on a shitty police operation. I him to, like, rescue a guinea pig in his next movie. No, it was it was great. He was actually looking for an informant. Um, make, him the next, make him like Ace Ventura's grandpa and have him like you know be in the sequel. No, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. So, so this is like a a better remake of Oriental. What? Like Oriental <laughs> Express remake okay. of Oriental. The murder <laughs> of Orient Express. It's what it could have been. And what Agatha Christie <laughs> wishes it was. <laughs> this movie had everything. It was it's, it's just source code with no time travel. It has a train, it has Vera Famiga. It's the same movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love She was great in it, too. She was in it briefly. She was the voice, the menacing voice on the line. You know, when you pick up somebody else's cell phone because you don't have yours. And you you know, it. Why are you <laughs> picking up somebody else's cell phone? Yeah, exactly. Now, that goes into stalking or stealing one. Yeah. <laughs> that is another crime. <laughs> uh, sounds like assault. <laughs> Can I borrow her cell phone? I can't no, tell if it's even a misdemeanor or, or a felony. <laughs> she didn't even, uh, she didn't even ask. Or is it passed? 
What's a few felonies between commuters, right? Yeah, true. We're we're almost we're almost friends, you know, kinda. I see you, you know. every day, just about for the weekend. Exactly. So you know, okay, let's, let's, between what are misdemeanors between friends? You know, felonies. All right, let's, let, let her finish. Let her okay. finish the review. Her first, yeah, oh my gosh! You like you didn't interrupt her about ten times. Oh, I know, <laughs> did, but <laughs> and so did you. So come on, let her finish. Thank you. Oh, I've been quiet. Um, I've been quiet. We need to invoke Kanye, the spirit of Kanye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, I enjoyed this film. Um, no regret. I mean, after all, lives were on the line, and uh, Liam Neeson saved the day. I mean, no spoilers, because you know that's what's going to happen. It's everything that it says it's going to do, it did. Really enjoyed it. Give it a four. Solid. Oh. Oh. Uh, what would you say was a better thriller about a train? This or Thomas and the Magic Railroad? That's tough. <laughs> I, I was going to ask that question. <laughs> That's tough. I got to think about that because I do love Thomas. Did you prefer this or the one where he, where he was uh, taken on a train? Uh, taken on a plane? <laughs> yeah, you can mix the two up really easy. I, you know what? I did not see nonstop, so. You know what? So I occurred I, I to me something. The first taken, he was in a car. The second taken, he was in a plane. And this one, he's done train. So basically, he's done planes, Play, trains, train. and automobiles. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. That, that's interesting. Yep. Like he's got to do it you know, with a fox in a box next. Mm. What about a boat? <laughs> okay, let's leave that. Oh, wait a minute. Wasn't that speed? Uh, 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 wasn't I mean, that that's speed what they need to do. They need to, do dark, they need to do a dark remake of, uh, of <coughs> Remake Camp with Liam Neeson and Sam I Am. <coughs> All right. <laughs> oh, fun. You guys are. Good time. You guys We're are terrible. <laughs> you guys are terrible. You Bad ideas are clogging up my lungs. <laughs> hey, we're not. Hey, we don't do the puns here. Just, just her. Oh, she's so queen. Yeah, she's fantastic. Oh God. All right. one way or another. Blur words. Give us a review of uh, Black Lightning. Um, like I said, it was decent. Um, I, I kind of. I kind of dug the family vibe. You got this father that wants to keep his family together, keep his family safe. I actually kind of dug the way. Um, sorry, I can't remember the the, uh, the um, main character's a- actual name, but uh, the actor he he kind of had this like air of, um, you know, th- those are my younger years. You know, I don't do that now. I'm I'm mature now, and you just kind of he kind of just gave up his vibe of, you know, um, like I said, I'm mature, and you know those things that you know I, I can't do those things anymore. And he was just he the focus of the show was he was trying to get his family together as well as keep um, kids safe, and then uh. Yeah, how did he deal with how, if he was retired? How did he deal with crime still happening? And uh, I mean, I don't want to. Him, I don't want to spoil anything. anything. I'd I'd say that it, it's worth taking a look at. No, I mean, 
I mean, did he struggle, though? Did he struggle with the idea? Yeah, actually, he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he struggled with it because, well, again, I don't want to send any spoilers out there. I, I think it's worth a look. It's definitely right. worth a look. How was his, uh, uh, of course, him dealing with his two daughters was a good I, situation. I'll say and that that, it was it, it was TV, but um, yeah. they they threw the they threw the a word around a bit, especially um, it, talking about somebody's black ass. They they threw that around a lot, but uh, I mean, oh. it, I, I I don't want to say it it uh it seemed a bit real because that's just kind of that's almost plastic saying that, but I, I kind of like the little flavor that they put onto it, you know where. His daughters, I could kind of believe his daughters. I could, I could yeah. see them. They were, I mean, not totally. I mean, again, it's just, it's just television. So, you know, it's not like Shakespeare. But I, like I said, I, I enjoyed everybody's performance. I, I think everybody did a good job. Uh, <laughs> I can see uh, where Bison was having some issues even before the show came up about how it's almost like black on black. It's like so we got a black superhero and. <laughs> You've got to be down black folks. But if you push that to the side, I, like it, I enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to more. And I'm actually trying to talk to my wife and get me a couple more of his first appearance. Well, anybody got yeah, any good it, ideas uh, for yeah. guilt trips, let me know. I told you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you an idea I also. Yeah, I, I, took, <laughs> I, I took it. She wasn't buying it, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Y'all I forgot look, he got a superhero for a wife right now. Look, look, but every <laughs> wife three wants to, every, every wife wants to boost, you know, support their husband, boost her husband. So if if her, if his wife knows that Geek's old brother only has maybe a second or the third appearance of Black Lightning, and he could be, he could be like, he could get his geek cred. <laughs> you know. By, uh, you know, you know that's a good point. Exactly. He gets Geek Red by getting number one and beat out beat out Geek Soul Brother, then he'd be good. <laughs> okay. So, well, yeah. I, I apologize for giving su- such a vague review, but I, I really think everybody should take a look at it and kind of get their own type off of it. Because I, I don't want to well, spoil well, it. I mean, well, it was well, only an hour. It wasn't like a two-hour uh, well, premiere. Let's ask this. Let's it just ask dropped this. today. You've been doing good. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. But let's ask this: What? How does yeah. it compare? How does it compare to the other CW shows? One, um, <clears throat> we 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 know that family. We know that that's produced all the CW stuff. We know that he's into, you know, father son, father daughter. He, we know mm-hmm. that he's into parents and children. We know that. Uh, guardians, you know, Supergirl got mentors, mentors and stuff like mothers and mentors and stuff. So, how do you think? How do you think the audience is going to receive the father daughter or the father double daughter relationship? Mm-hmm. And uh, well, how that fits oh, in no. with the rest of the rest of the uh, Berlanti stuff? Well, considering mm-hmm. I have three daughters, I could kind of appreciate. You know, this father wanting to keep his daughter safe, willing to take mm-hmm. whatever steps and step on whoever he had to step on to make sure they were safe. 
And right. uh, but at the same time, like, like I said, it, when they showed him, I I could kind of I could kind of see it as believable because obviously you can't just kill off the kill off the main character in the first episode. But I mean, he, right. he was he was pushing the limits. He was out there trying to do his thing as his principal, and then he had to take it to the next level because he, you know he just doing things the regular way, following following the status quo wasn't good enough to keep his family safe. So then he, he stepped it up. I, I'll say that um, comparing it to other CW shows, I, I like the dynamics. I, I'll say that the um, fighting, I think, because uh, there, there was some fighting. It was okay. It looked like um, Black Lightning was a little stiff. But, you right. know, I'm, I mean, it was the first show. And so I, I'll give it to him. Plus, if I was trying to do a karate kick or something, I it'd be pretty bad. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dog my man on the first episode. I'll see how it goes. But I mean I like the suit. I, I, I like the supporting cast. I uh, it I was it bothered me a little bit how quick these guys were ready to pull guns, but then when I think about some of the fools that I see it it at the schools that I'm at, you know, or the schools that I used to be at, how how quick they are to to um, not raise their fist and um, pull some gun because somebody dissed them. It, I, you know, again, I was saying that it was it. I could see some some elements of my life in it, and so so I appreciated where it went. Although it seemed at at a few points to get a little heavy handed. You know, all, not really preachy, but but almost just like yeah. Let me make sure we beat this point over the head. You know, in this first episode, all this, all these problems that that the city has, and why he has to come out of retirement. So you need to see this. So boom, 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 boom. You know, the dead horse was just just beaten with a sledgehammer. You know, but if I look over that, which you need to look over that because again, it's the first episode. I'm, I'm, I've got high hopes for this. Like I said, I'm, I've got two of his first appearance, and I want to try to snag um, two more before. Before the the weekend, you know, hopefully it won't do the the Michonne jump that that I missed on. Right. Yeah. It's like three hundred bucks over a few days. I'm still mm. having nightmares about that. Mm. Um, what are you trying to get? I mean, those parts seem inflated. What are you trying to get? No, no, just uh, the 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 1977. Uh, oh. First appearance. Uh, appearance of Black Lightning in comics. Mm-hmm. I got that. DC. You can get that for ten dollars, man. I sent you some links, man. Check check on. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you want to get a decent copy, you gotta spend a few bucks. He's all about Yeah, if you want to get graded or you want to read it, if you want a graded copy, you're gonna pay a lot, and that's gonna be sealed. Well, I, I don't mind buying a copy and then getting it graded later. But right now, it's it's under a hundred dollars, and it takes, depending on where um, how you get it graded, it takes uh fifty to a hundred dollars to get it graded. So it's almost worth it, you know. It, it just depends. Now, if it was like some book that was, um, you know, several hundred, you know, to get a graded copy, you're absolutely right. It's it's still it's it's still right now to where I, I think I could touch it. You know, it's not like Black Panther where I, you know, I can't touch it right now. I, I have to hit the lottery to to get a Black Panther, graded or not graded. 
But I could I could get a decent graded copy. I could get an eight point five, maybe now, even a nine. If you grade and still it, not. Don't they? Oh, I'm sorry. No, now if they grade it, no. don't they put it like in that slate material, and you can't ever get it yep. out again? Because yep, that's why they got digital comics. I already got the the first um, eleven issues digitally, so I can look at them anytime I want and not have to flip a book. And so right. I, no, I mean, I guess they yeah. got the point of the whole grading system. If it's slated behind that, whatever that material is, and you can never free it again, it's like, so it's well, trapped. because, you know, when you break it, because, the grading goes down. You can break it, but the grading goes away. Oh, you can, you can open it. Okay, I thought it was a permanent seal. I thought, like, no, 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 no. You'd have, you'd have to break it to open it. No, it's, it's just like you said, it's a collector's item. It's so you don't touch it. It's so that is certified to be that condition. And it shouldn't change as long as you don't bust open the plastic. And and I dropped. You sound, I like, you sound like you're on a mission. You sound like you're on a mission. Easy. Oh heck yeah. Easy. He's on a mission. Here I can keep mine in like you know their little mylar bags in a box someplace. <laughs> the easy yeah, answer we're, we're is mylar bags. Go to conventions, and the price will be down. eBay, the price is going to be yeah. down. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, maybe I totally agree. Some, comic book stores and, you know, maybe a 50-mile radius call and see what you get. But, I mean, if you're looking for a graded copy, sealed, nine on above, you're going to have to go online and that becomes a slog. It depends on what your threshold of pain is. But um, wait until con (laughs) season and see, I think convention season, you know, I know they have Motor City Con and, you know, some in the Midwest and just see you know, they'll probably have some on site there, what you're looking for. Because if you do the, the legwork now, hopping from comic book store to comic book store, you're going to be you're gonna be pissed off. Oh, no, those prices are <laughs> going to skyrocket as soon as the movie, like, gets closer, though. Oh, yeah. I, I, it, it happens I mean, to the me. prices I, are already it, up. I mean, I've watched my Guardians issues, like, go up in price because, like, you know, especially relevant issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's how comics is. I've, like you said, um, Bison, about my threshold of pain. It's I'm a glutton for punishment when it comes to to comics. I, I've I've made a lot of mistakes. I mean, I actually had a first uh, Black Panther that I sold years ago, and I'm still kicking myself for that. I'm going through. I just <laughs> got. Uh, uh, I'm just doing the CLZ app on my collection, and I can't believe the crap I have. But you know. Um, I should really review my collection. I have like a lot of stuff that I should probably yeah, sell. And, but yeah, it depends on what you want to do. Man, so. But if I mean, definitely, gentlemen, check out um, CLZ. It's an app that lets you you can scan the barcodes and it sort of itemizes oh, nice. what you have. And uh, it's about oh. fifteen dollars. Um, but I mean, you can enter it manually, whatever. I'm I'm at about two thousand right now. I'm, I have about forty long boxes, so I. That's my two thousand. That's my two thousand eighteen thing. Dude. You, said, but, you said forty. Yeah, but I've been collecting. I've been Or collecting forty years. Those. I've been collecting hey. forty years. Yeah, well, nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop, people. Get them. <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> Some people are like, yeah, I've been collecting, and then they stop, and that's why they only got two boxes. Yeah. 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 That that that's me. I think I got about four or five. But I'm going to tell everybody listening right now, if you want to jump on something, jump on the Black Panther toys. You know, just get them. 
Yeah. Not right. two or three, because I'm telling you, that's going that's to just true. jump through the roof. In, in yeah. I've been collecting, I collect statues. Now, I got Black Panther <clears throat> statues years ago. I have some mm-hmm. I can sell for five thousand dollars. I won't even, and people won't even blink by paying them. Paying them. Yeah, a, a friend of mine did the the Marvel uh, mini bus. That was his thing. And you're right. I, I you know, he was. Uh, I used to work at a, a hobby shop, and he would um, sort of, uh, you know, get the bus through the shop. And you know, I I just looked at some of the prices of the older ones that he had. He's like, yeah, this. This Power Man and Iron Fist right here, they're each like a, um, they're about a grand a piece. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Those minibus are no joke. A Thanos yeah. one just came out. It just got delivered from Sideshow this week. It cost mm. retail $1,200. And, what? you know, people start putting them in there. Mm-hmm. Just go on YouTube and look for Thanos um, oh. McKeith Throne. They're like twelve hundred dollars, and people are asking for eight to nine thousand dollars online for them. Mm-hmm. Get them. But I mean, people with young children, um, like mm-hmm. I told uh, Mal, I mean, I told um, Blurred Words, they got toys, Black Panther aimed at young people. That stuff's gonna be collector's mm-hmm. items before the end of the year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, people are. It's already some of them are already going for forty dollars Canadian, which is about thirty U.S. On Amazon already by by third party sellers. Yeah. yeah, the casual spikes are going to be the ones like you got to pay attention because the market will have an ebb and flow. <laughs> I remember last I mean, week. Don't I don't to... like don't like you know bet your college's child like call um child <laughs> college on this. <laughs> I don't, know if don't break the whole college. Dude. I don't know if anybody yeah. saw the Netflix show about the toys that I talked about last week, but um. Um, oh, I need to watch that. I heard it's good. The money, the money's yeah, in the merchandise oh, exactly. right now. The money's, is, I mean, Star Wars merchandise made twice as much as the movies, and the movies made seven billion dollars so far. Oh, the movies are, I mean, the merch is ridiculous on Star, like Star Wars. That stuff will never go out of fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if because kids are playing with uh, playing digitally now that if if figures have the same. Um, the same potential, though. When I when I think about it, just because you know, I think the last the last time I saw um, an action figure commercial, you know, I I mean, kids are playing apps. They're they're playing on their phone. They're they're doing doing things digitally. I don't I don't know. I don't well, think I, I don't know if figures are going to be the same. On, it, depends. it depends. It definitely depends yeah. on the parent. I mean, honestly, well. Uh, uh, my son this year, the big thing that he wanted was Buzz Lightyear and Woody dolls. Wow. I mean, and he got his own available? iPad. You know, he has a computer. He's he's doing digital, but at the same time, his mom's like gives him time. Like you're not always on that computer. You're not always. You got to do. <laughs> and I brought him some um, Lego Transformers. And a bunch of Lego sets, which he loves. He loves to build. So, yeah, take him off that computer. What's the next thing he does? He goes in there. He starts to build stuff and starts to come out. And he's like, look at what I just made. And this is real cool. And da, da, da. So, I mean, it's going to take parents, too. You can't just let your kids just sit there in front of the computer. But at the same time, toys are still going to sell because of that. Because you do got a lot of parents that's just like, I'm not going to get you stuck on that. You got kids that are still watching cartoons and see those commercials, and that's what get them. 
So but you got to yeah. watch out. You got, you, got, you got people like Blurred where it's going to knock you over getting those toys in the store. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yo, that's for yeah. my two-year-old. No, son, that's for me. Yes. <laughs> no, you got to say it's for your 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 daughter. You can't you can't say it's for you. You can't. No, man. That's, you know, you got to cry. You got to have tears in your eyes. You got to elbow she somebody. This is for my daughter. The only Yo. thing she wanted. You know, you got, got to do that. He got his kids trained. He got his kids trained. He just turns and points because he's like, but, but, hey, but he, I wanted hey, that. You have a daughter? Do <laughs> you have a daughter or just son? Geek, you still hey, here? He was asking Geek? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was asking uh, Geek. Yeah. No, the reason I'm asking, do everybody remember the Cabbage Patch Dog Wars or the Tickle Me Elmo? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 That was yeah, one of the worst. <laughs> where you can get the kid and sign the adoption it's, papers. It's, that was it's yeah, I like remember that. that. Saturday Night Live cartoon where they say you get three, one to keep and one to whatever. And one of the all, I mean, it's literally, I mean, I mean, I'm literally seeing the one with the Surrey things that shoot out little puff things. That's going to be popular, I think. You know, yeah. I see, I want to get that for, for all three of my girls, but they're not really in the Nerf. But then we went over a friend's house and they sort of discovered Nerf and my daughter kept shooting me in the head. So I, I don't know if I, I can do that. I just just one too many one too many nerf bullets in the ear. I just I I, <laughs> I don't know. Just every time she had a chance, she had that gun and she was shooting me in the ear or in the face. I just yeah, I don't know if I can do it. I remember a yeah. couple of Christmas ago we got the nerf. Um, she wanted I forget which one it was that came out with the bow and arrow. It was oh, the nerf of Bell. Yeah, but it was yeah. off of, it was yep. one of the movies. Yeah, no, that, that was from the Hunger Games because they, yeah, had, they were really go. pushing hey. that Nerf Rebel stuff. Oh, my goodness, dude. Out ducking <laughs> arrows left and right. Like. Can I ask M-Dog, <laughs> M-Dog and the anime folks a quick question? Didn't Amazon, doesn't Amazon, didn't Amazon just start an anime channel or something? The last they, no, they, they got rid of it. They had it, they just got rid of it. Because they realized, like, no one was well, subscribing because it was shit. Yeah, we're going to talk about that more on Thursday. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. Uh, should we be wrapping up? Where the hell did Geek's old brother go? Leader go. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We're 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 over time, so we should. Yeah, we should. I mean, it's saying. I mean, talk to you is still connected. Okay. So yeah. Watch Black. Yeah. Um, I'll watch Black Lightning. Give the give and the final. Black uh, I mean, uh, so it all. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. That's a that's a given. Yes. Give give Black Lightning at least one episode, if not two. Yeah, we won't be watching it during normal times because you know we got our thing going on. But well, well Canadians can't watch it. Can't watch it live because it airs the week after. So that is weird for oh. Canada. Yeah, yeah. That is weird. Are you special? <laughs> well, anyone watching yeah. electric streams on Amazon, I think that's been pretty good. Oh, electric yeah. Oh yeah, Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams started up on Amazon. I haven't done it yet. Um... Now, I think Black Mirror. Is it a movie or what is it? No, it's it's basically a series of it's sort of like Black Mirror, where it's different. It's different episodes with different stories, but they're not really they're not connected at all. Yeah, it's just basically. So is it based off of Dick's short stories or is it yes. random yes. stuff? Okay. Yes. Uh, I, I better like an uh, way of an analogy is sort of like um, 
uh, the old uh, Kurt Vonnegut's Monkey House show from the uh, mid nineties. Huh. I do not remember that show. It was on Showtime. No wonder why. Oh, that's why. 90s Showtime, no one remembers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, all right. Before before JD turns into a pumpkin, uh, box office totals. Yep. We got a bo- like a really <laughs> weird box office just because, you know, nothing is out for a little bit still. Uh, number one, I don't know how it pulled it off. I guess it did it last week, too. Uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, made $35 million and we lost somebody. Oh, yes, okay. JD. Okay. Yes, she number already two. turned. She turned into a pumpkin already. Number two, Uh-oh. it climbed all the way up from number fifteen last week. The post twenty three million, so it's probably in uh, awards bait territory. Number three, um, the Greatest Showman is actually holding on after a really lackluster start with sixteen million. Number four, Taken to the Train, uh, it made uh, fifteen point seven million. Number five, it's the best reviewed family movie on Rotten Tomatoes ever, I think. With, with, <laughs> <laughs> it still has perfect 100s unless that's changed in the past uh, like today. Um, Paddington 2 made $15 million. Uh, Ooh, Star Wars really? Last Jedi is number 6 with $14.6 million. Insidious The Last Key is number 7 with $14.3 million. Uh, Proud Mary is number 8, $11.7 million. Pitch Perfect 3 is number 9 with 7.3 million, and Darkest Hour is number 10, 5.4 million. It's been kind of a long, slow. Yeah, it's weather, it's off season. January's not the best time for movies in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, go watch yeah. something you haven't seen before, like, you know, watch Jumanji or. Go see, go see Star Wars The Last Jedi for like the 100th time. Go figure out how the hell Paddington 2 <laughs> has a one Tomatoes. You know, I'm, wow. I might actually take the girls to see Paddington too. You know, like, I wrote oh, that off immediately, but some like apparently it's really popular. It might be one of those ones that's better than the first. Dude, seriously, I mean, the first one was in the theaters for like almost three months, still making money. Yeah, no, it made a ton of money, like especially overseas. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I mean, Paddington Bear is like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They've tried bringing Paddy's a bear off and on to the United States. It just never works. But I still remember cool. the old stop motion ones Nick would air. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, that on I remember Room that too. I was oh, kidding. Oh, did Romper Room air it? I remember Nick yeah. it. I did not remember it. Aired Romper. Romper. It aired on Romper Room in Oakland. It was on Romper Room in Oakland, California. That's where I remember it. Yeah. All right. Time to call a fake movie phone. Ring, ring. Oh, yes. Hello, you've selected Mr. Fake Movie Phone. This week, on Wednesday, it's not Ghibli. It's Mary and the Witch's Flower. Next, 12 Strong. It looks awful. Next, Dead of Thieves. (laughs) It's an action thriller. It looks awful. Next, Forever My Girl. It's a drama. Ah, Columbus. I was trying to say it looks awful, also, but uh... it, it looks awful. But I didn't see that. I have never. I don't know anything about this movie, so yeah, whatever. Achiambra, okay. Achiambra, a drama, the final year, a documentary, Kangaroo. It's a film about tag kangaroos. Ridge Runners. It is a crime thriller. The Road Movie. It's a movie about roads. And finally, the movie you're so looking forward to see this year. This giant paper mache boulder is actually really heavy. Okay. Wait, that's a movie? That's yeah. a movie. That's, that's actually a, the title. That's of a movie. title? That yeah. is the title. 
and also expanding his Phantom Thread. And that is your movie for this weekend. I actually want to go see it now because of the title alone. Yeah. I'll find it. Is it like some sort of a Star Trek thing? Yeah, it's like these three guys are sucked into a really badly written uh, low-budget sci-fi universe and have to figure out. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, I get it. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah, we may have have to see that. Yeah, I don't (laughs) have to do that. Yeah, I just got Movie Pass, too. So, yeah, I I got to go see that. Time to go uh, utilize that Movie Pass. Shoot, that's a better Movie Pass. The one problem is that, that the amount of theaters listed here, there is, it's not playing anywhere. I imagine it's playing on demand, too. I'll find it. Most yeah. likely. Uh, anyway, uh, I guess we'll close out. Uh, unless you have anything left, Geek Soul Brother? Geek Soul Brother? Geek Soul Brother? Bueller. Bueller. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> check us out on Twitter, of course, at VibeNerdyVenoms, of course. But also... Uh, Aaliyah underscore she, that's Tortorella, of course, uh, Howard Toby, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, M-Dog957, uh, Arts Humana, that's, of course, Shadow Scout, uh, Real Lord Dalek, Jonathan J. Stone Zero, Phil Rican underscore Uno, Illuminous with two E's, uh, Blurred Words, of course, who joined us tonight, Bison for Life, uh, with the with the number four, and of course, our fearless leader, Geek Soul Brother. Uh, check us all out on Twitter. Check us out also on Facebook and Twitter, and and him on Google and uh, where wherever else. You know, he's all over the place. <laughs> he whores himself out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thursday's Comic Amani. Uh, so again, we it, you know we were going to have it last week, but. Due to a certain individual's computer <laughs> problems, we postponed it till this week. Mm. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, uh, check us check out uh, geeksoulbrother dot com for news and reviews from, of course, uh, blurred words, myself, uh, Shadow Scouts, Geek Soul Brother himself. Also, hit, hit that donate button. It's that. Go ahead, buddy. And also check out the uh, Patreon page as well. Also check out uh, uh, Universal Fan Con, of course, happening April in April. Uh, check that out with the, the Black Geeks, Black Girl Nerds, uh, Black Tribbles, <laughs> everyone else. Uh, you know, working on that. Oh, I forgot to add Sh- uh, Sharita Twenty Two as well for uh, the Silent Wonder for the. Going back, but anyway, yeah, check out uh, Universal Fan Con. Uh, yeah, uh, come by on Thursday for Comic Amani, and next week at the same time, same bad channel. Until then, peace out, everyone. Peace, peace, peace. What's this? Excelsior. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.